Dear Reed, you just tried calling me. I didn't answer because I didn't see it until now. So now here we are. I tried calling you back and you were gone, but I got to listen to some beautiful music while I waited. Well, I hope you're doing great on this uh, beautiful summer day. Talk to you soon. Well, dear Jeremy, here I am, just off the train, the one train, I'm being quiet. Um, I hope there's people with headphones and I think maybe nobody can hear me anyways. Oh, okay. Um, I am exiting the 34th Street Station. I listened to your voice memo right when I sat down on the one train heading up to class. Ugh, okay. Um, I'm not running late, which does happen. They have classes this week up at Barishnikov Arts Center, um, which is a nice studio with a very hard floor, but does require truly a harrowing walk from the train all the way west to 37th between 9th and 10th but much closer to 10th Avenue okay so I'm walking north and about to hit 35th street it's such a relief to be out of the train we've had a we've had a respite from the extreme heat over the last couple days. But I do feel it kind of um, creeping back in. Uh, although, even now, at, you know, close to 10 a.m. on a Thursday, it's not so bad. And there's not as many people on the street as there has been in recent days, there's this strange phenomenon which um, is due to the fact that all of the kind of generic hotels are in this area of New York, all of the um, chain brand hotels, your uh, Marriott, uh, Hyatt, best western variety of hotels are all somehow nestled in between um, fabric stores here in the garment district and what that means is that there are huge tourist groups that congregate outside these hotels on the street often with name tags or batching t-shirts Um, And they just stand around like the street is not a place for movement, a conduit for getting from here to there. They're just using it as a holding pen. And it is um, incredibly aggravating. But today, a little bit better. It's, I don't know why, maybe they've gone home. Um, I'm looking at some of the high rises over in Hudson Yards right now, one of which is a kind of a sort of 
block of a building with rounded edges. Like the corners of the building are rounded off and I really like that one. Alan Good asked me the other day after class, have I ever been, oh, there's one of the tourist groups. Not only are they congregating on the street, but some of them have camping chairs set up. They're just sitting, um, having a bagel right next to Moon Tech's Fabrics. Um, <clears throat> what was I talking about? Oh, the rounded corners. Um, oh, and then Alan Good says, have you ever been on one of the high levels of any of those skyscrapers in Hudson Yards? And I thought, Alan, how? What, what occasion would, would bring me to someone's $20 billion apartment or, you know, the offices of Coach Fashion or, you know, I, I just have no reason being in any of those buildings. So no, unfortunately, I have no news about um, what it's like to be high up at Hudson Yards. Um, sorry, it's a bit of chaos here on the corner of 36th and 8th Avenue, but I got a walk signal. Here I am, I'm walking past a European tourist family. The young, it was a, a pa two parents, man and woman, or you know, however they identify with their, um, with their son and daughter, son in a black hat. I'm passing another such family right now. They had more children. But again, a tall, slim son in a black baseball hat. Classic tourist family. Classic. Um, you know, Sam Reck once said to me, because I tried on his black hat, baseball hat, he looked at me and he said, you know, you look exactly like one of the sons of those European tourist families that are always walking by on the street. Well, here I am walking past many of them. Oh, what's the hotel they're staying at? I'll let you know. Here we are. Um, this hotel is the Crown Plaza and it has a lovely restaurant in the glass atrium on the ground level. The place to eat before you catch a show, perhaps. Um, so, anyways, thank you for um, writing me this morning and you know, I guess I'll just keep talking until I get to PAC. I mean, I don't have anything else to do. Oh, another family. Um, their children were quite young. They were eating, uh, it looked like pizza already. 10 in the morning, but when in New York, you gotta get it in. We do have excellent street pizza. Here we are passing another hotel. This one is called the Hartford. Oh, you know, maybe that's an apartment building. Um, so things have been pretty good, uh, yesterday and today doing tax prep for a meeting with our accountant tomorrow, but I also made a cake yesterday for James Whiteside's birthday and then met with, um, a fun group uptown on one of James's friends' roofs and, uh, we chatted and had pizza and this cake I made, which is um, a white ice water cake from the Mennonite family cookbook or something. Um, I heard about it from Emmy on YouTube 
and she made the cake and she was very enthusiastic about it. It's just a very white cake, an optic white cake with um, seven minute frosting. There's something so appealing about um, a simple, sweet, fluffy cake with marshmallowy icing. So I've been wanting to try it for a while. Finally had the occasion to. It's unusual in that the fat in the cake is a vegetable shortening. So you, I did have to get some shortening and I had a haircut early yesterday and then a walk uptown. I, I stopped by New York Cake Supply Shop to pick up a cake box because I knew I'd be transporting this cake and also a cardboard round about to run into people who are taking Cunningham so I'm slowing down because I'm going to have to say hi and um, I don't want to ruin my voice memo Um, so I made this cake and I altered the recipe slightly by adding some curd in the middle of the two layers of cake so it went cake, curd, cake 7 minute frosting, cake, curd, cake cover the whole thing in swoops of marshmallowy frosting. And my thinking behind that was that the curd would add a little color because I I also made it pink with a little bit of cherry juice, but also the tartness would kind of uh, balance out the sort of bland sweetness of the, um, the cake itself. I'm not sure if that worked because the cake itself not too sweet. The icing, however, very sweet, cloyingly sweet, seven minute icing. It's a beautiful icing, very stable and marshmallowy and, and, and airy, not like buttercream, not as dense and heavy as buttercream, but to also throw in a very sweet curd. I mean, it had the tartness of the lemon juice, but as we all know, you know, lemon curd is also just incredibly sweet. It was a bit, um, it was a bit cloying, I have to say. It was a very pretty cake, heavens. Um, those two layers of pink in between, with that one thicker layer of white in the middle, it was go- gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous cake. Um, I'm getting closer to BAC now because now I'm on 37th, walking west from 9th Avenue. And um, I don't know, have all of you been to BAC, Baryshnikov Arts Center? It's an odd building, the bottom layers of which house uh, the Orchestra of St. Luke's, whatever it is they happen to be working on, rehearsal rooms, etc. Then as you move up, it's um, the administrative offices and rehearsal studios for Baryshnikov Arts Center which is primarily about dance, but also theater, because as we know, Baryshnikov um, is an actor who's in film and theater, just was in a production of The Cherry Orchard. Um, All right, that's all for now. I think I'm going to see a musical tonight. Uh, (laughs) It's the last minute invite from James. Um, And uh, anyways, I hope you're well. And I hope that I remain calm and tensionless through my tongue and my right hand during Cunningham class, reminding myself I'm going to pull my fibula back on my right leg to keep my arch up. No pronation today.
and um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, wow, wow, really uh, threw a bomb at the end of bringing up musicals again, but uh, the cake, the cake. Let's focus on the cake. Happy birthday, James Whiteside. Um, yeah, as, as you well know, we were set to host that occasion, and I'm interested in feedback from the, from the general public about COVID exposure and what are you supposed to do after that? Like I'm not, so we didn't host it because of COVID exposure, but um, I'm also not gonna quarantine for five days or whatever. So I guess uh, my feeling is we're just taking a few days to see if anyone else from this set anything happens which does that make sense I doubt it does any of this make sense I don't know uh, and that's where we are I guess uh, everyone will feel it out on their own we'll continue having COVID around anyway cakes I don't really care about cakes but I do enjoy making cakes and that I'm glad you had the opportunity to make a cake and um, cloying um, it's too bad um, but sugar is nice and dangerous but I'm not on a run and I just got to uh, my stretching my mid midpoint stretching area so we're gonna take a moment to do this. And I'm right by Pam's apartment. But she's probably busy. Uh, yeah, I've been running every day, which feels good and has uh, uh, only been possible because I've finally given in to stretching after endless uh, uh, what? Endless, uh, uh, abuse from Jack? Let's call it abuse. Uh, Jack says stretch, 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 and I say I don't want to, it's boring. But, um, now I've been able to run because of it, so that has been good. And yes, the humidity seems to be returning full force, uh, but maybe not. I think maybe it's going to rain today, but I don't actually know what's going to happen with the weather, unfortunately. Um, we're going to go see this Cunningham workshop tomorrow. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, I mean, so... That's my COVID exposure protocol, I guess. But <clears throat> I'm gonna wear a mask as I do everywhere. And that'll be that. Um, there's cute dogs everywhere. That's with the dogs. Nomi is at home. I'm sure stressed out because she has been left alone. 
but she'll be fine. It's good for her. Um, it looks like the new ferry stop is being put in at Greenpoint, which is tremendously exciting news for me as I await the return and I'm excited. My fantasy is really to take the ferry to 34th Street and then get on the city bike and go wherever I want and have not had to get in a car or a subway. That is my fantasy. We'll see how long it takes for them to install, reinstall this ferry stop. It's been years, years now. Um, my other fantasy is that there will be a one day be a ferry that goes just straight across the river to like 14th Street. Uh, maybe that's gonna happen with the new construction down on the Lower East Side. So maybe it'll go there. Someone knows, I don't know. Um, I also saw someone get, get actually a group of people getting tickets for having their dogs off leash in this park the other day and was thrilled to see it. Um, not that I really think that people should get tickets for having their dogs off leash, but um, when you have a dog off leash that you can't control, it chases my dog and then I think it's gonna die and then I think I'm gonna die or throw myself in the river and that's a stressful day. So uh, I reveled in the ticketing of off leash dogs. Um, yeah, what else did you talk about? You're walking, the tourists, yeah, the city feels, or whatever, I don't know, the city, people say this, I'm going into the city. If you're not in Manhattan, that's the city means Manhattan, I guess, but for me it means the five boroughs. And so the city, meaning Brooklyn, which is where I am, feels emptied for the summer. And now it's windy. Let's see, is this picking, I don't know, it's probably fine. Um, or it's just windy and you feel a wind because it's windy and that's weather. Um, construction everywhere, endless riverfront construction going on. Um, which is uh, frightening for rent, but uh, in the meantime, it has meant greater access to the waterfront. So, and West Street, now goes all the way up to DuPont instead of stopping at Eagle Street. So that also feels nice. Um, they're taking Cunningham class. I have recently, because of my daily uh, stretch run dynamic, I've, I've, I've been able to touch my toes, which feels... Um, insignificant and possibly like the first time I've ever been able to do that so that's something but um, I also think I was thinking about this earlier um, how your power in the podcast is really in finding insignificant things to be significant and uh, 
making us think that they're also significant. And in a way they are. I guess, you know, I'm the beholder. Uh, but I also think that you should pretend to be a part of those, one of those European tourist families. See what happens. Just be like, hey mom, how's it going? <sighs> but you need a hat first, I guess. I guess the hat was crucial to the disguise. Anyway, I'm gonna run some more and yeah, we'll see what happens next. Catch what happens live. I don't even know what that is. Okay, bye. Hello. I'm very proud of you. On a run. My God, you know, everyone I know runs now. All the people who I knew in the past were dancers and nobody ran because, you know, it puts your legs in some kind of peril. And um, now all these people, formerly dancers with absolutely shattered ankles, shattered hips, etc., are running around. And I guess that pressure on the joints only strengthens them. It's what they say. That's what they say. But I'm here trying to jump around in Cunningham to put a little pressure on my joints while also um, being in conversation with very fine muscular movements and stability and shape and a number of things. I did think about the things that I talked about before going into class, which were my, my right fibula and my jaw, my tongue, I have tension in my tongue and my right hand. And you know, sometimes my right shoulder likes to creep up scoliosis style. And um, Lisa Boudreaux taught today, and I won't get into the minutia of it, but it was a very methodical class that worked very well in setting us up for whatever was gonna come next. And I thought it was really good, though. My left rotators did go crazy toward the end of class and it felt like my left leg was out of place. <laughs> and maybe it is, but I, I kind of worked through it and, and shifted my pelvis a little forward and then my leg felt a little safer. Anyways, I'm proud of you for running. Can't believe you can touch your toes. That feels totally monumental. Um, I've never seen you do such a thing, so that's very exciting. Things are changing. Um, we are going to a Cunningham showing tomorrow. It's a 1992 piece called Loose Strife. And um, Carol, before class started, showed me some of Merce's notes and also some of her own notes. And Carol explained to me a little bit about the like vector process that Merce used for notating the dance very fascinating I, I've, I, I was talking to Carol about how she manages to this is um, Carol Teitelbaum who um, was a dancer with the Merce Cunningham Company in the 90s, late 80s maybe in 90s and um, she is a teacher one of my favorite teachers and is also working to stage this piece a, a, a reconstruct and, anyways, it was fascinating to see the piece notated by Merce, and then also 
discuss with Carol how she goes about taking her own notes to prepare for a reconstruction. And she showed me a 28 count phrase that Merce was able to notate on just a half a page of paper using L, R, S, and P for straight and plie, and then a number of arrows to indicate direction of both the body and of where the body is in space or something like that. I'm a little, I'm a little unclear on it. I once had to, I was, well, I've on a couple occasions had to stage things for one, one more recently for Lars Lubavitch and my style of notation is erratic and verbose and inefficient. So I, I was trying to learn from Carol. Not that I, I actually don't imagine I'll, I'll ever be in a situation again where I have to do that. I'm on the street, I'm leaving Cunningham, I'm walking to the Q train, weirdly, because I'm going to go to Strand Bookstore, where I have a book on hold, which is actually a copy of a Joseph Albers collection of color relationships. Um, because the cover of that book has an image that I need the true color of it for a dance that Harry and I are redesigning for LA Dance Project, which is a Pam Tanowitz dance. And is this the cue? Yes. Downtown. I just missed the train. Oh no, it's pulling in. No, it's leaving. Um, okay, I'm in the subway. What did you tell me that I wanted to reply to? Oh, incredibly big news. I actually have a black hat with me. So I could have done that role-playing game you talked about where I um, pose as the um, European uh, uh, tourist son. But I'm too old now. It's not convincing. It's like, it'd be very creep creepy. Um, I'm putting on my mask. I'm down here on the platform all as well. It's hot. Um, there's sun streaming in through some cracks and hitting the wall, which is always nice to see when you're in the subway, just to be reminded that there is a world above. Um, what else was I meant to tell you about? I have leftover cake waiting at home. I don't know that I'm going to have any because it does, it, this is one that really made me feel sick. Oh, do you want to hear? What are they telling you? W trains are not something. I'm getting on the Q train. Um, I'll keep talking, I suppose, but I may just end it once I get on the train um, to avoid embarrassment. Um, a special guest will be joining us tomorrow at the Loose Strife showing. And um, I'm glad all those people got tickets, or I'm not sure if I'm glad, but you know, it's not good to scare other people's dogs. Okay, I'm getting on the train. There's two trains here at once. Okay. I'm still here. I'm talking to you. I'm going to whisper because, you know, the air conditioner's on um, really aggressively on this train, so my voice is drowned out. But people can see that I'm just speaking into my phone, which is unnerving, you know. Um, did I want to ask you anything? 
I, again, I just wanted to reiterate how proud I am that you're touching your toes. And I'm really excited to see you tomorrow at the Loose Strife showing. I am, um, so I left you cliffhanger. I'm going to a musical tonight with James Whiteside because he was meant to go with this boyfriend, Augie, who can no longer go because he's in the middle of grad school and, you know, things are stressful. And we're going to see Stephen Sondheim's company, which I believe is at the Lincoln Center Theater, though. Don't quote me on that. I could be absolutely wrong. Um... And this is the, like, gender reversal production of Company, I think. Anyways, I, I, it'll be fine. Sondheim is, you know, our most gifted 20th century musical theater play, playwright, composer. I, yeah, I'm going to see Company tonight. And I'm going to spend the rest of the day um, doing math. Because I'm tabulating all of my expenses from the entire 2021 because we got an extension on our taxes, Reed and Harry, and we're doing them. We're having a meeting with our accountant tomorrow. So fun. Um, but I am first picking up this book, and then I'm, I guess I'll walk home from the Strand and maybe grab a tasty lunch somewhere on the way to treat myself before the torture of spreadsheets. Anyways, uh, what are you doing the rest of the day? And I have... You know, I have seen dance, and those last two weeks were those episodes of our tarot reading, etc. So I, we haven't been able to debrief about shows we've seen and dance we've seen and performance, etc. But um, someone else is talking into their phone. The, I should have gotten on the local train because this Q train is still sitting in the station at 42nd Street, which is awfully confusing. Perhaps that announcement that they did over the loudspeaker had to do with this, but I couldn't understand it. Anyways, um, talk to you in a minute. Bye! Wow. Is that train ever going to leave? At least it's air-conditioned. That's the, you know, the, the small blessing of the summer motionless wow I'm just uh, a rolodex of of memories of sitting in in subway cars uh, uh, that aren't ever gonna move in the summer below above ground Coney Island nonsense wow that we live here is really that we continue to live here is a testament to uh, people's resistance to making dramatic changes in their life, I guess. Uh, And um, suffering instead. Um, But I, but yeah, there were a lot of, um, there were a lot of words that I felt surprised by just then of Q-Train. Q-Train is, I haven't Q-Trained in a while. Uh, Strand Bookstore. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, company. I have seen Company, uh, but a kind of community theater in Brooklyn kind of <laughs> tragic production of Company. I don't, I don't think 
I love that musical, but it is a good musical, I would, I would say. Um, and I'm, I mean, I think this is the, the, the musical I'm thinking of. Uh, maybe I should look it up. Um, but I think it's the musical with the Bobby character, um, which is, is probably the character I most am. Um, so that will be something. I don't really, it seems a strange, uh, musical to do a gender reversal on, but, uh, maybe it's a different musical. So yeah, uh, I'm outside, uh, our building is being sold and for some reason, our landlord thinks it's imperative to air condition the ground, the empty ground floor um, storefront has to be air conditioned constantly, which makes uh, a, a constantly running air conditioner in the, in the back patio space. Uh, and it's propped up by boxes of heat wraps, powerful pain relief boxes. So that's all very elegant. And, uh, you know, climate change, apparently, uh, apparently this bill's going to pass after all. So I don't know what kind of game Joe Manchin is playing there. He's probably like getting a yacht from someone in order to agree to pass it. Um, you know, I guess, like, someone gets to be the asshole, and Joe Manchin does right now, so. Joe, 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 and Mr. President doesn't have COVID. How exciting. Um, you know, we were close to a Kamala Harris presidency for a moment. Wow, that would have been wild. Uh, what else? What else? Everything's crazy. Don't read the news. That's what I, I think every time I read the news. Um, I'm, I'm curious about this dance that you've uh, been seeing. And it has been such a relief to not have to do this podcast for two weeks. And But this is interesting. This is an interesting... Uh, we didn't, instead of finding a time to talk today, we are just doing this. We gave up on trying to schedule it. Uh, which I think is great. Stop, stop trying is my motto du jour. Motto du jour. Du giorno. Pizza du giorno. Anyway, uh, I hope that you're home eating that cake. Uh, but if you're not yet eating that cake, you should take a photo if, if there isn't already a photo, because I want to see this cake. Um, I'd actually like to eat this cake. I'd like to taste this cake, let's say. Um, but I'd also like to not eat this cake, right? Sugar is dangerous. Um, cause then I'll, I'll be like eating pints of ice, ice cream constantly. 
that's how that will go. All right. Um, I want this to be my last contribution to this week's endeavor. And so, uh, I'll see you tomorrow and send me one more and we'll call it a day, a week, a podcast. All right. Well, uh, I hope you've all enjoyed this and see you next week. All right. Bye. Ding dong ding ding a dong a ding ding dong ding dong ding a dong ding. <laughs> Carry on with the song if you know it. Upward Christian folk and listen. Um, Jeremy, I just sent you photos of um the cake yesterday and then what's left of the cake today. Um, it's a good looking cake. That's for sure. I am home. I have retrieved my Joseph Albers book, which is called, let me go see the title. Interaction of Color, Joseph Albers. Um, Joseph Albers is inexhaustibly useful for my line of work. We're always trying to distinguish people on stage by color. Um, uh, what else can I tell you? So everything went fine. That Q train just wasn't going. So I got on the W train when it pulled in across the tracks. And by the time I got to Union Square, the Q train that had been at Times Square met us there. So it would have timed out the same either way, sadly. I then exited the station. The weather's getting really bad out there. It's so hot, so wet. And I walked to Strand I had the book on hold, which is an amazing way to shop at Strand because you just walk down a few steps to the basement and you go to this desk and you say your name and they hand you your book and you leave because you've already paid for it online. It's incredible. And what was amazing was that I thought in my mind, oh God, he's going to hand me the book and then I'm going to have to pay for it. (laughs) And then as he handed it to me, he said, thank you so much. I said, I already paid for it online. I'd forgotten Anyways, then I um, walked along 8th Street to the west to see if any one of those many restaurants would appeal, but they did not. And then I walked south on um, uh, McDougal, because, you know, there's also a million restaurants there. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm not doing this. So I stopped in at Raffetto's which is an Italian specialty shop. And I picked up some caponata and I have some mozzarella cheese at home. I also picked up a couple boxes of ravioli, cheese and spinach and cheese and arugula, ricotta and arugula. I'm not having those now, but I am going to make myself a little bored with some treats, some snacks, crackers and caponata and mozzarella cheese. And then I'm going to have a little bit of cake. And you know, I, I was going to bring you this cake if we were to have recorded live today, but it's not to be. Um, um, you're getting really good at this format. I have to say, even in, in within three voice memos, you really got into the spirit and rhythm of it. Uh, it's just stream of consciousness. You just, you see what you see and you say what you see and you say what you feel or you say what you think. Rarely can you actually manage to abide by some organized uh, agenda 
of ideas, of thoughts, etc. You just have to go. You just have to go with the flow and know that if the pauses get too long, people will get concerned or I don't know. Um, I'm going to do this hideous tax stuff, which makes me sad. And when I see you in real life, perhaps if we record in real life next week, um, I'll try to remember the various dance things that I have seen. They were some shows I saw at American Ballet Theater that we never got to talk about. I think the walk also helped my hip kind of settle into place, which was nice. It has been nice having a little respite from the podcast, but here we are doing the now, um, what are now referred to as Bartle monologues or Jake Bartle monologues, Jake logs, Jake logs. Jake Logalogs. Um, it's been wonderful recording with you this week um, in this way. And I feel connected to you. And um, I will put the phone down now, turn on someone else's podcast, set up a cutting board with some treats, maybe watch one YouTube video as I shove food in my mouth, and then get to work contact stuff. Okay, Jeremy, I'll see you tomorrow and uh, bon voyage to all of our listeners. We loves you. And um, again, as I said at the beginning of this memo, upward Christian folk and listen.